0: Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path, we know the obstacles, and we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Viguero. Welcome back to Breaking Barriers. I'm very excited today. We have Paula with us. Paula, for people who are saying, who is Paula, what does she do? Can you please introduce yourself? Give us a quick high level of who you are and what, what you're after here. You have a big vision. And i'm really excited for you guys to hear paula and her story and her journey what she's doing
1: here sure so uh thank you for having me today i'm so excited Uh, my name is paula schwartz i'm half greek and half german and i run an incubator for uh projects that are related to mass migration so we help refugees um build up their own businesses essentially but we focus on problems that are related to mass migration so 180 million people are moving around the globe as we speak, um, which is a big market as well. And I'm in that field of venture capital where people actually try to produce solutions to problems that can save lives rather than to um, yeah, just uh, put a product on the market that um, that's not as important for survival, I guess. Um, and for example, we created something like an Uber for refugees because normally uh, when you don't have an identity, then you cannot um, book an Uber. Uh, we've been heavily involved in crypto and in blockchain technology with identification systems. And um, and right now we have 60 projects of refugees that we're incubating Um, We work a lot with investors from Google. You know that 12,000 people were just laid off. So, um, yeah, we're very excited to have a growing network of investors and players who are ramping up our knowledge base as well.
0: Yeah. So first off, I just want to applaud you and give you so much respect. It's like I've met with we've worked with so many incubators and and entrepreneurs and yours is so different. Right. To help people who are in that migration it's not an easy place to be. And you shared a story with Jamie and I about like, you know, your journey and obviously the things that were happening that you saw and you wanted to make a change and impact. And I love that your business is obviously about helping build other businesses to make that impact in migration and in that world. It's such an incredible thing. How did you get involved? Like, so obviously, you know, you're an entrepreneur, right? You're putting the puzzles together. You're getting these people together. You're building funding and VC. Like when, what, what was your first, like, time that you realized that you wanted to be you know and start something on your own right and not go work for somebody or you know just get a job somewhere like what was it for you that made that made you get that entrepreneurship bug and 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 what was that first journey like for you
1: yeah so um i come from a very privileged background um Mm -hmm. i'm as i said i'm half german and half greek and um I always felt like I was the white girl that was more privileged than other people. Um, my father is an investor already, wow. and so I grew up with this idea of venture capital. Um, he was invested in different funds, and um, I I also studied finance at Stanford. Um, so um, I paired that with political sciences in Berlin, so I have a degree uh, from Stanford and from the Free University of Thoughts in Berlin, which is the first university in Germany to introduce things like political sciences. So that was pretty cool um, to study that. And um, because we moved around a lot when I was younger, um, I went to 14 schools in total. Wow. Um, yeah, so in, in general, I'm just a very mobile person and grew up with venture capital, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also told you that I'm Greek. Um, so um, when the Syrian refugee crisis hit Greece, right. I was actually at home and I was um, chilling out with my friends. And um, it was a coincidence that I'm best friends with the um, former CEO of the Lufthansa Innovation Hub, Um, And I had some people from McKinsey at my house and um, some other venture capitalists, some coders from Facebook. And so um, in the beginning, we just rented a boat because we wanted to hang out on a boat, Um, you know, like very summer style, Greece, like the typical scenery that you want to have on, you know, on your Instagram account, probably. Um, And then suddenly there were so many um, half dead bodies in the water, you know um and when that actually began i had just come back from a um from a project from africa because i was hired by the german government to build startups in africa on a bus um, with the thing called the startup bus um and so i we actually also won that competition with my team and right after that i was like hell guys i'm just gonna go and chill out at home um homies on an island and so that's how the startup boat actually began you know to
0: bring
1: bring investors together to build stuff up together with refugees and um and because we scaled to 15 million users plus on our um, platforms that we built um, in the first couple of months we very quickly realized that we need a process behind it um like we need an incubation program And the way that that works now is basically that um, teams who are working on a project, um, when they come together on a boat, because there's like physical meeting sessions usually between people, and then we connect them to the right investors. And so when they have their prototype, they join this mobile online incubator, and there we can see the KPIs that they're supposed to hit. So that's the key performance indicators, Um, like how many users do you have? How many things do you maybe want to sell? Um, if you're selling anything physical for identity systems as an example Um, and that way I can show our investors that we're actually hitting the goals that we're supposed to be hitting um, us being the the teams that I support and so um, I also invest into the projects, but I have like a very big community of people who are also supporting together with me and so that's how it's it's venture capital um it's talking about a market of of users um for a project so um and and you basically look at projects growing um and yeah um I think it's very important for the United States, for example, right now also to have different minorities working together on problems uh, right. you know, there's a lot of people from Nicaragua coming from Venezuela um and they don't know the right people here and there's a lot of investors in the u.s a lot of problems that need solutions and um and i believe that we can really make a difference there
0: that's amazing and so with your like diverse background of going to such an amazing prestigious school like stanford and surrounding yourself obviously you know with your someone like your dad who's an investor you know and all that stuff What would you say? Did you learn more in college at Stanford or being around the people that you've met through your own connections or family? Where did you learn the most about what you're doing in this incubator?
1: Um, So. I think a school of life is really important. Um, (laughs) There's tons of people who are amazing, who started off as refugees and built incredible businesses, um, I think the last um, the last COVID vaccine was actually created by a Syrian refugee as well, who then found a European investor, um, and they scaled big time. So um, I think there's, or Albert Einstein was a refugee as well. Um, just to make you understand, like, I think a lot of power comes from being able to survive. Yeah. and for- Definitely like moving 14 times um, was inspiring. It was very challenging. Um, And I do have to say that, you know, I acknowledge my privilege. I'm really um, grateful that I was allowed to go to Stanford. And and it's just not something that I can neglect. I can also not neglect the fact that I have all these contacts um, that I've had ever since I was born and um it's for me heartbreaking to look at people sometimes who um you know come from a different background and people just don't listen to them as much as they listen to me um because because uh i carry a german name or because i look differently you know um or i come from a certain family so that's um just something that um is not accessible to other people that way and i find that very very sad so um i would say that um, i'd say that it depends on you as a person what you make out of your skill sets you know
0: yeah, yeah, I love it. There's the school, also, yeah. Right? Hmm? the school of life you
1: called it yeah i guess there's people who have a lot of opportunities in life and they don't really make much of it um and then there's people who really want a lot from life and they go very far and um and it depends on you at the end of the day
0: i love that 100 in your control so where do you see your incubator going in the next five to ten years so
1: there's a lot of There's a lot of um, family office gatherings now where um, people want to talk about the new opportunities that are coming up. Um, Family offices are private investors, usually um, where you have an older generation and then you have a younger generation. And um, and we're working a lot with these networks of family offices because they're kind of lost in translation. You know, the younger generation wants to do blockchain and crypto. Um, the older generation um, doesn't want to go so heavily into tech. And right now on the stock market as well, or on the global business market, you just have very... Um, weird developments around technology, you know, like the Facebook price fell on the stock market um, massively. Then you have TikTok um, having amalgamated as much value as YouTube um, in a very short period of time. And so um, I think that we're going to be working very closely with these family office networks in order to explain a little bit what's happening. Um, because we're setting up the startup boat incubator in different regions, right. also in China, in places like Bangladesh. Um, and there are just a lot of opportunities coming out of these regions. And um, it could be that we merge at some point with a large family business network uh, so that we say, yeah, um, I, I don't know if I can imagine selling this at one point to a big network network Uh, family offices so that I can say I'm joining a bigger table there um, to make more space for people who want more opportunities you know um, to maybe help refugees create family offices um, faster and in an easier way and um, maybe um, try and get into visa processes for international business owners because right now it's really hard also to do your taxes if you're uh let's say if you just came to the united states right um and to open a bank account so um maybe i could imagine merging the startup boat incubator with a family business network in order to try and um, open up more opportunities i could see that
0: that's amazing i i love i love your tenacity in wanting to help and and provide that opportunity like you said for people who you know want to level it up and and do what they want to do in this space Um, and so where do you find your biggest source?
1: The the, the other thing just to stay in line with what I do is, um, is to say, you know, if we hit certain benchmarks, if we say, um, we create so and so many, uh, tens or hundreds of projects, um, a year that could scale very much, you know, if we have certain, um, projects that we even sell or that, that just grow incredibly, Um, then I think we should focus on what we do best being to, um, look at our key performance indicators and say how many projects do we want to grow in order to be able to go to the stock market ourselves. Um, because if we're at some point, like there's 193 countries around the globe, if we're let's say in 120 countries, and we set up uh, 60 new projects a year at least in each country, then that's a lot of projects, you know, and it's a lot of people who are involved. And um, at a time where we were all going through um, this um, Fridays for Future movement and people were going on the streets and they were demonstrating against things, now we're at a point where we want to demonstrate for something, I believe, um, and people want to build solutions. So I could imagine bringing startup out to the stock market to do an initial public offering and to say, we're just going to continue with growing projects, with bringing people together in these sessions so that they create prototypes for social challenges that need to be solved through solutions. And then we help them grow that um, through this online incubator. And together with the team that we have, I see it as very, very possible to keep that going. So one is the exit and the other one is the IPO. Wow.
0: That's really, that's really cool. And most people dream of making that happen. Obviously you're, you're working towards it. and You're building that and making it reality. That's so, that's so insanely epic. Um, where are you right now? Let's, you have know, palm trees or, or beautiful trees behind you. Where are you right now?
1: I'm right now in Miami. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, we have Hack Week coming up here and, um, a lot of people are moving to Miami because they've been let go of um, by their tech employers. And, um, yeah, I'm preparing the startup boat for Hack Week in Miami.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's... You're a beautiful Miami. Are you a beach person? Are you somebody who's gonna going to be to the beach? Or, or what type of what, – what is your vibe out there?
1: Um, I'm – I'm a beach person, I guess. I'm very much a um, nature person. And, um, I mean, personally, I'm in my eighth month of pregnancy right now. Congratulations. Um, thank you, thank you. I try not to make a big deal out of it because I'm also working full time. And, um, and you know, some people are afraid to work with a pregnant lady, so, um, but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm currently just scaling everything, to be honest, you know, like we're getting a lot of partners in, we're getting a lot of attention in, and um, I spend my time meditating, looking at the trees, and then just closing deals with amazing partners, investors, and couldn't be happier about it, and I'm excited about Miami Hack Week. Um, yeah, right now there's a flooding period in Bangladesh, um, which means that 80 million people um, who are in Bangladesh, half of them are migrating to half of the country. So wow. half of the country is like flooded. Right. Um, and so that's also like 40 million people who who are refugees there. Right. And we have a big team um, of coordinators of startup boat on the ground and um, they are currently developing the the projects with the entrepreneurs. So I'm just um, I'm just um, I guess living in the metaverse right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, do you know what you're having? A boy or a girl?
1: I'm having a girl.
0: Yeah. Oh, congratulations! My wife and I just had a son.
1: Oh, nice. How cool. old is he?
0: So uh, I would say so he is about to be a month and a half.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, In the early stages.
0: Yeah, yeah, going on almost two months, so very early stages. Yeah, so wow. congratulations to you. And I hope you have a smooth labor. Thanks. Um, that's very exciting. And so, what what are some things that you? So now let's talk about this as we get towards the end here. You know, legacy is a very big thing, right? And so, when, well, my
1: last labor was only twenty minutes, so I'm not. Scared. No yeah. And, um. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm just a working mom. I love giving life and working um
0: i love it so wait how many kids do you have i have two okay so wow that's beautiful 20 minutes my wife had uh, a 38 hour labor wow
1: <laughs> then my my husband is actually an investor in spacex and he's like um very deeply connected in the miami tech sphere um so that's why he supports me very much in, in everything that i do and um yeah so it's very cool it's good
0: So what's the legacy that you want to leave behind for your kids Like, what do you want your kids to remember you by?
1: I would like my children to um, remember that it's important to have fun in life, Um, like not to go for a job because of your ego or because you want to work for a big um, family like where I come from or for a big um, company like Google. But it's really important to meet amazing people and to meet them where they are and to see in them the best that they can be Um, and to really understand that you have the resources in your network because my kids will also uh, grow up in a certain network that is very privileged because people are so smart and we're allowed to do so many crazy things and so um i would like them to be ambassadors of the great lifestyle that we have you know um and to share that with others and to constantly gain from others also the positivity that they can give you know like what do they want to bring to the table um, and the solutions that we grow up with startup boat are exactly that. It's knowledge that normally I wouldn't have. It's problem statements that I, in the beginning, know nothing about, and um, and I just want to learn from other people. And I want my kids to stay open minded, um, and to to go with time. You know, because yeah. I see so many family offices, as I mentioned, that are divided between the old generation and the young generation. And um, I want my kids to uh, to be present in life and to be be an active part of the solution in society um, and to have fun. That would be great.
0: That's that's all extremely great things that obviously you'd want to have left behind or the mindset so they can have left behind. I love to have fun and make an impact in society. Like that's really cool. It's really awesome. Um, okay, so we're we're getting close to the end here. So I have one last question. Before, I'm going to have you plug, you know, where people can find you on social, the website, everything. Um, has there been any quotes or adages that you've heard over the years that makes you think about perseverance and getting through tough times that have really resonated with you? It could be, it could be a, a Paula, you know, original. It could be something you heard from your family. Like, what's a, what's a good quote that you've heard that really resonates with you when it comes to adversity and overcoming it?
1: So... Um, I have a Tai Chi master um, and he constantly gives me amazing advice. Um, One thing is that um, he says that life is a struggle. So when, when you're born, um, you basically come to the world, you're full of um, blood or whatever, you know, Um, it's cold and suffering starts really early in life, you know, also no matter how much money you have in the beginning um nature sucks a bit right and then also growing up is like difficult and at the end of the day like no matter which path you choose um life is always going to be a little bit of a struggle um but it's about if you want to grow through life or if you want to suffer through life and feel like the victim, you know, you can master a situation um, or you can victimize yourself. And then he also says that um, I should imagine life like a mountain that you see from afar, it's beautiful. But then as you go closer to the mountain, it's actually a lot about survival. You know, what looks so beautiful from far away wow. is um, is survival from, from close by. Um, because it's yeah life is about um life is about the struggle essentially and what you make of it and um and i remember that a lot you know to think okay um uh the journey's going to be tough no matter if i do something if i don't do something i have to work on on um my time on earth and um and I also need to be careful um, because as much as there are good forces out there there's also bad energy out there Um, and I just want to you know um, grow my positive energy over other people's bad intentions Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if other people might be a little bit lost or what is going on Um, but I think that with kindness and um, perseverance you can actually go a long way Um, but it's still it's a fight for good definitely.
0: I love it. Kindness, perseverance, bam. Um, and now, as we get to the end here, where can people find you? So, so this is where you plug yourself: website, social. How can they be active and help support? You know what you're doing, or learn more about your incubator? Please share us. You know, with your uh, your channels.
1: Sure. So if you go to startupboat.org, we have a form there where you can hand in your project. And then there's also an app that you can sign up with um, on the App Store and on the Google Play Store where you can find the next meetups. For example, the next meetups in Miami Hack Week. Um, And yeah, myself, you can find me on Twitter. Um, Still, I'm not one of those who left it yet. LinkedIn, um but i would really advise you to actually um go for the startup boat website or for the app um because that's where our amazing community is and um and i wouldn't want to make this just about you know one person and me but uh really connect more people with you if you're interested to actually be supported um and we support with network with funding with graphic design um like there's tons of things that we do branding um and yeah we have amazing partners uh one of them is you (laughs) thank god and um yeah so the startupbot.org website is the best way to contact us definitely
0: i love it paul thank you so much for your time i believe it's one asset we don't get back so you spending it here with us today eight months pregnant about to pop out your second child beautiful daughter Um, you know, God bless there. And, you know, we're so grateful for all the information and all the knowledge you dropped on us today. So everybody go give, follow, follow, go to, you know, the website, give them a, give them a lookout. And, And again, thank you so much for your time and, you know, the impact that you're making in society for people who are stuck in that crazy mode of migration. And it's, it's such an uncertain, there's so much that comes around that that's scary. And it's cool that your mission is to help build, you know, a better way. And, uh, and I'm grateful for you and your work. So thank you.
1: Thank you very much for being part of the solution. Thank you so much.
0: Of course, it's my honor, and we're we're, we're really uh, proud to be able to do that with you. So, um, everybody, go give her a follow. Thank you, Paula, and uh, everybody, have a great day.
1: See you soon. Bye bye.